For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. With a second special meeting of Parliament scheduled for tomorrow, electing a new Speaker of the House is the first order of business. In the recent cabinet reshuffle, former Speaker the Honorable Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes left the post to ensure the numeric stability of the new United People's Movement government. Former Premier Wayne Panton did not take the Speakership offer, but today came news that the Speaker may come from the opposition. Sir Alden McLaughlin confirmed that he was willing to take on the position. A majority of MPs will need to vote in his favor tomorrow. That's not the only work to be done. Other matters include the Beneficial Ownership Transparency Bill 2023 and the National Pensions Amendment Bill 2023, as well as two government motions. Radio Cayman will broadcast a replay of the proceedings each night. Her Excellency Governor Jane Owen expresses confidence in the Cayman Islands and says the recent changes in government illustrate the system does work. The government represents strong continuity from before and my role is to respect the functioning democracy which I think every time it gets tested we show that it works and last week again I think we were showing that it works and that is the point. On Radio Cayman's For the Record today, the governor said she had a wonderful relationship with former Premier Wayne Panton and also has a great relationship with new Premier, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly. The public is reminded of terms for voter disqualification in today's latest post on the Cayman Islands government website. It states that the Elections Act does not allow for persons to be removed from the register of electors unless sentenced to imprisonment for a period of 12 months or more, being found mentally incapable by a recognized psychiatrist or a person is deceased. For more information, contact the Elections Office at office at elections.ky. The Coast Guard Commandant heads to Colombia for an international security conference. Last week, Commander Robert Scotland attended the Defense IQ Caribbean Basin Security Conference in Cartagena, delivering one of the keynote presentations. We are outlined the roles and responsibilities of the Canada's Coast Guard, our development since 2021, and how we're continuing to ensure the maritime safety and security of the Cayman Islands, while also meeting our international obligations for our assigned area within the Northwest Caribbean region. CABSEC brings together chiefs of defense and other high-ranking civilian and military officers from across the Caribbean and Americas. The trial of two men charged with robbery, attempted robbery, and possessing an imitation firearm continued in Grand Court. Radio Cayman's Jeffy Ebanks has this report. The case against Richard Andre Scott and Mark Alexander Beckett continued today in Grand Court. They are charged with the robbery of a woman at a bank ATM and the attempted robbery of the Scotia Bank Crew Road location near Grand Harbor. Yesterday, Crown Counsel Kenneth Ferguson presented CCTV footage from the Palmdale area where one of the accused lived at the time of the crime. The prosecutor also reviewed government CCTV footage in the area between Palmdale and the bank near Grand Harbor before and shortly after the time of the crime. In the footage, the prosecutor identified the suspects and a third man who is not charged but is believed to be the lookout. The jury also heard continued testimony from a detective constable investigating the matter who took the jury through some of the collected footage and associated time of events leading up to and just after the robbery. The Crown's case is expected to continue into next week. Javi Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. 
The 23-year-old man of Georgetown who was arrested in relation to the robbery at a West Bay convenience store on Sunday, November 19th, has now been formally charged in relation to the incident. He has been charged with robbery and conspiracy to commit robbery. He has additionally been charged with the traffic offenses of driving without being qualified, driving without insurance, and speeding in excess of the maximum speed prescribed. The woman, age 24, of Georgetown who was arrested the same day, has been formally charged charged with robbery and conspiracy to commit robbery. The second man, age 34, of Georgetown, who was also arrested, has been granted bail pending further investigation. Keep on top of all things happening in Parliament with the launch of its new website, Parliament.ky. Former Speaker, now Minister for Sustainability and Climate Resiliency, the Honourable Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes. It was my goal to publish the new site prior to the throne speech and budget address so that the public would have an improved experience with accessing news and information about the parliament by the time such a momentous event happened. Through the new website, the public will be able to access information about all of Parliament's events and activities. This includes sections for all House documents, Hansards, committees, Commonwealth Parliament Association, Youth Parliament and PMC reports. Minister Ebanks-Wilkes tells Radio Cayman reaching a greater number of Caymanians through the new website and social media channels was an important communication goal connecting to the people and showing what goes on in the parliament, not just during House, was important to me in ensuring that people have greater access to this vital institution so that they can feel a greater connection to the centre of democracy. The new website replaces the former Legislative Assembly site, which has since been archived. An application for a new subdivision was scheduled for discussion by the Development Control Board on Tuesday, which is the body that considers projects in the Sister Islands. The application is for a 54-lot subdivision at Sam McCoy's Drive in Little Cayman. One lot is for a road and the remainder for future development. The National Roads Authority noted that the plans currently show only one main access point to the development, with no other means of entry. The NRA is recommending that this be amended to include two to three points of entry. The Department of Environment also raised concerns as the site consists of predominantly primary shrubland and dry forest. The DOE says land clearing should be reserved until each individual lots get planning permission for development. The DOE does not support the application, adding in written submissions that in the absence of a development plan for the sister islands, it quote, strongly recommends that a comprehensive review of the need for the subdivision of more parcels is undertaken. There is also an objection from a nearby landowner who has argued that the development would have a quote, negative impact on Little Cayman's community. The meeting was scheduled for Tuesday. The full agenda can be found at planning.ky. Enterprise Cayman invites entrepreneurs to apply for the annual Cayman Islands Business Design Competition, an innovative ideate program and pre-seed initiative helping individuals to launch their next big idea. The competition is open to residents of the Cayman Islands over 18 years old. Participants are invited to compete as individuals or in teams of up to four members. The deadline to apply to the Cayman Islands Business Design Competition is January 31, 2024. Members of the public are invited to attend an online information session, which is set to take place Wednesday, January 24, 2024, at 12 p.m. For competition details and to apply, visit enterprisekman.ky forward slash business design competition. Cayman Opera fans will get a treat next week.
experience the enchantment of an operatic journey with Cayman Arts Festival's Opera Classics in the Church. CAF's Marius Gaina tells Radio Cayman the event will feature the talents of Eric Nicholson, Emily Mowbray, and Louise Spencer, accompanied by the local Hannah Shen. Join us for an immersive performance where local opera luminaries bring to life timeless areas and duets, creating an atmosphere of elegance and musical brilliance. The event is November 30th at 7 p.m. at St. George's Anglican Church. For more information and to purchase or reserve tickets, call 922-5550 or email inquiries at caymanartsfestival.com. Tickets will also be available at the door. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.